welcome to a method podcast. I'm Jay Noetic. I'm Remy Mulatto. I bring the content. And I bring the chaos. And with that, we believe the best way to have truthful conversations is to have mostly everyone talking honestly over drinks. And that's what we call a motherfucking method. That's a method. Happy pre-Thanksgiving. This is not Thanksgiving, but it's almost Thanksgiving, y'all. We appreciate y'all for tuning in. We have two guests tonight. One who, who's been here previously. A, Ms. a few times. Ms. Hillary. Well, just two. This is our second time. regular guest. I don't mess the podcast on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> Hillary Van Dyke, say hello. Hello, hello, hello. I said she, hello when I was allowed to. <laughs> she is co-owner of the Green Book of Tampa Bay. Shout out to the Green Book. Shout out to the Green Book. Yes, keep shouting at the Green Book. If you do not know what the Green Book of Tampa Bay is, we will talk about it a little bit later when she has the opportunity to talk about it. And we also have a good friend with us, Mr. Jason Thompson. I'm going to give you a nickname. His nickname is uh, Sexual uh, Sexual Chocolate. <laughs> What's your nickname? <laughs> I don't know about what, the sexual hey, chocolate they, part. What they call you in Detroit? Yeah, what they call you in Detroit? Uh, I've been gone so long, they just call uh, me Gone. Uh, okay. yeah. So They call you Florida Boy now. <laughs> exactly. You're part of the uh, ball head clique, so yeah, we, yeah. we accept right you. On. Happy to be here. Thank oh, you. For thank you for me. joining. Thanks for joining. Uh, what are we drinking on tonight, though, y'all? What are we drinking on? I am doing uh, vodka and ginger beer. So that's basically a um, Moscow Mule. Yeah. Without the uh, line. Without the line. Okay, I think our friend Daphne put us on, on to that. Shout out to Daphne. She That's did a big it. ass <laughs> cup of vodka and ginger beer. I'm not judging you though, because I like it too. Hillary, what you drinking on? Water. Oh, fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. We ain't doing and that. Ginger beer? Why are you drinking on water only? We got I had a, some drinks earlier. Oh, okay. We got a, Remy bought you a big ass bottle of wine to sip on, so someone's gonna have to sip After on it. After I get a little more hydrated. I'm okay, Remy, I'm what you sipping on? I'm drinking a special vodka called H2O. <laughs> You're drinking that high quality Hillsborough Fiji water, right. Hill Fiji, That's what we right. call it. Yeah, this is special J water. That is that is it's double filtered, double filtered, double filtered, specifically for me. So, yeah. <laughs> and I'm drinking on what we call a funky Buddha. Right on. The Funky right. Buddha, this is their, uh, called The Last Snow. It is a coffee-flavored beer. Okay. okay. It's a limited edition. And I'm coming a bigger fan, a big fan of the coffee-flavored drinks. It's actually is pretty good. Is there coffee-flavored beer? <laughs> no. Oh, no. That does not sound. But it's pretty it's good. on purpose. All right, y'all. So, what we do when we kick, up, kick this thing off, we do a method movie. A method movie. Let me play the little sound clip so I can find my shit in the meantime. <laughs> All right. So method movie. Basically, what you're gonna do, I'm gonna play a sound clip. Remy, Hillary, Jason, you have to guess what the movie is. You don't know what it is. Only I know. And the method heads who are watching it live can guess it as well. Let me pull my phone. Let me pull my phone up. I don't want nobody trying to cheat. So much pressure. <laughs> I will cheat. I'm gonna let you know that. And you want to win? I do want to win. Remy's been on the last couple of weeks. I do think this is actually an easy movie. I'll be surprised if y'all didn't get it. I All right. Try not to shout. Try not to shout. Yeah, I get very competitive. Here we go. <laughs> no, no. See, I got a better one. See, how you keep an asshole in suspense? Oh, you talking that way? <laughs> Hey, hey, you're not leaving the party, are no, you? No, I'm just going to JT's room. Okay, okay. Now, now, listen to this one. See, there was this king, and he had three daughters, see? So he told all the princes of the land that if you wanted my daughters... I need to talk you... to you, Big Red. Give me a minute. Can't you see I'm talking No. Here? I need to talk to you right now about my royalties and how you keep Is your books. 
What'd you say? Is that five heartbeats? It is five heartbeats. This is the big red scene. Y'all remember the five heartbeats? I do remember the five heartbeats. Hillary Van Dyke. I don't think I watched it. You have not seen the five heartbeats. No. Wow. But so five heartbeats is a black movie cult classic. It is a classic. Isn't it about the temptation? No, I mean it's kind of a, it's a take on it. It's a take on it. I don't know if it's a temptation yeah. per se. Is that se. the one David Ruffin is in? No, that's okay. the temptation. That's the temptations. <laughs> that's actually the temptations. <laughs> I think David Ruffin actually was actually in the Five Heartbeats though. But anyway, Five Heartbeats. Congratulations. Now you've seen it. You've seen Five Heartbeats. Yeah. yeah. Remy, you saw it. I've seen pieces of it. I've never actually sat and watched the whole movie. In the end. I mean, it's not a movie. It's not a movie me. that if it comes on TBS, I'm like, ooh, let me watch this again. I've probably seen the movie like a hundred times. Okay, no, so we, so much. when we do this, this um, movie night class, classic movie night, that's gonna be one of them. Gonna add that. Five heartbeats. <laughs> Mighty Python. It's already on the list, and oh, something else. He did say Boys Mighty in the Hood. Did we say Boys in the Hood? And the I Wiz. Mean, I, I haven't seen. I mean. It. You ever seen Boys in the Hood? Wow. I haven't what? seen The Wiz, so that one's on the list. I don't I think I want to see The Wiz. I want mm. to. I just want to know. I can't yeah. even ask y'all questions about the Five Heartbeat because y'all asses ain't seen the Five Heartbeat. Method heads. Who, who hey. has not? Can you believe this? I've seen it once. I I'm about to pull some black. I may, I may have fell asleep. That's, I offered you guys my black card. My bad. I was going to say, Methodhead, what's your favorite movie from the Five Heartbeats? What's your favorite scene from the movie? All right? The best like, scene The best scene for me is when he was singing in the crowd and the girl started going wild. You know what? Fuck it. Y'all just messing it up. No, man. The ending credits were my favorite scene. It appears so. It appears so. The scene that I remember the most is the scene where the girl uh, was singing the song and the dude like kept the finding one her scene. to Yes, that's the like, one. I like that scene a lot. Is that the only yeah, scene bro. you've seen? That's, That's the only one. one I remember. It's more than what you've seen. Wow. That was the scene you brought this up. That's true. <laughs> which, so which, which movie is better, the Five Heartbeats or the Temptations movie? I'm a little biased because I, I I think Five Heartbeats is better. I think yeah. Temptations. I love Temptations. Temptations is a great movie, movie, though. I love that movie. I think you should just watch Five Heartbeats. That's what I I will. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All right, man. Since y'all didn't know that, but Remy got it anyway. We're going to move in, too. <laughs> Reading is fundamental. Now, let's get on with this school thing. You teach. Remy, so what this, is this? This is uh, Method Lessons, where we talk about uh, just some shit we learned. You know what I'm saying? Because reading is fundamental, and we need to learn things on a regular basis. I so. cannot go first, because I don't know what I learned this week. I got to think about it. Oh, Hillary's Hillary has Hillary. raised Hillary. her hand. She Hillary has raised her hand. I wrote one thing down. Okay. okay. What did you write down? So, I don't know if y'all have seen that TikTok video about how to put a trash bag in the right way. Oh, yeah. And I tried it this week. I tried mm-hmm. it, too. Okay. I, it, I, I don't, it does work, but it seemed harder it, than, than, <laughs> than just putting so it So, when you take I out a trash bag, you, like, take it inside out and put it in the thing. Mm-hmm. But you're supposed to just, the way it comes out, put that around the top of the trash bag and then push, push it down. down. Nope. So the trash bags actually come inside out on purpose oh. because then when you do it that way, it's right side out. They so they come inside out. They come inside out. Okay, so when fine. we turn them was. the other way, we're like doing it wrong, which is why they're always like hard to get but, around. But the still, edge. I, it took me a minute to get it around the edge and then push it down. <laughs> I'm like, that bump this. So it seemed easier to just pull it out the box. Pop it open. Yeah. And push it and put it I'll in. I'll say this. You essentially I, do that, but you just put it around the rim 
and then push, and down. push down. All I know is I don't need an instruction video for how to put a trash bag it in. It did have a I'm lot of air saying, in it. I've been doing you, it my yeah, way. Yeah, but once trash is in there, it's fine. This whole time, and it's been working out. So I hear I you, but my trash bag hasn't slipped off the can at all. For a while, I used to hate those videos or posts. Mine has never you done be, that ever in life. Mine. You've been using it the wrong way. Do it this way. <laughs> I'm like, you're right. <laughs> but it still works. I don't care. <laughs> So p- piggybacking on that, mm-hmm. a TikTok video, I learned this week that I have been drying my shoes incorrectly oh, I saw that video. in the dryer. So apparently, when you have shoes, you wash your shoes and they're wet, you need to dry. You know when you throw your shoes in the dryer, it come out all fucked up? Yeah. All right, we've been doing it the wrong way. So apparently, you're supposed to tie your laces together into a little knot, open the dryer door, put, hang, put your shoes in, and close the door. On the shoes with the laces, with the laces out outside of it, uh, and you hit the button, <laughs> and it just hangs there yes. and it dries, and your shoes Who, come out did you perfect. Post that? Somebody, I didn't post it. I, I saw it that. on Instagram. Whoa. Yeah, white dude, white dude. Yeah, I was like, wow. damn, fascinating. The internet is a magical place. It all, really all, is. All this time, I've been throwing my shoes out there on the porch. <laughs> Wait till we get in the metaverse. Oh, I'm not doing it. I'm doing it. I refuse to do it. What if we're already in the metaverse? <laughs> I think we are. I think we are. We think are. The new Matrix we is are. coming out, too. So <laughs> It's going to be about Facebook. It is. It's going to be about Facebook. Remember so what you learned this week? Uh, what did I learn? <clears throat> I learned that uh, anesthesia is not at all like being asleep. When you're asleep, you dream. And when you dream, you move around. And while you're moving, if you were moving during a procedure, that would be catastrophic. <laughs> yes. So when they put you under anesthesia, that's actually a different form of being unconscious. Um, that's not at all like sleeping. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think you dream while you're under anesthesia. I don't know, though. I ain't never been under um, anesthesia. Yes. Ever. So I was thinking about that because um, I had a procedure done recently and they had to do anesthesia. Damn, you right? Oh yeah, I'm great. <laughs> you, got but, new, you got a new heart. But no, but the main thing is, I had a dream the other day, mm. and that shit was wild. And I, I, I probably tore up my entire bedroom. I just know I was moving a lot because mm. I was fighting the final boss. That's just how my dreams go. Now, have you mm-hmm. seen the one where the person is supposedly under anesthesia, and mm-hmm. but they're fully awake, but they don't know it because they're like paralyzed inside their body, mm. and they feel everything. Nah, fuck that. Is that what it is? Is it paralysis? Uh, I don't know if it's paralysis. I didn't. I didn't like get a uh, my PhD on oh, okay. anesthesia. I just realized. Well, Google will do that started, for you. Like every time I wake up in the middle of the night from a dream, I'm up for the next three hours. So I was like, yeah. hey, let me just learn some shit about anesthesia because I'm curious. And I realized anesthesia has so that was to be a correlation. Different. Yeah, it's a correlation. Mm. <laughs> so it has to be different from sleep because it, when you're sleeping, you move like almost constantly. Whereas when you're under anesthesia, you you can't move. And if you're on, you're doing surgery, moving would be you know what I mean. You die as soon as you made any move. The internet so, says you move in your sleep. Uh, and anesthesia. Well, I move when I'm asleep. Oh, you don't move when you sleep? Not really. How, Every, do, you, how do you know? in the same spot <laughs> <laughs> I just hear I mean so when you when you live with somebody else you find out about the things you right. do in your for sleep sure. and there's a lot for of sure. things that I do in my sleep that I'm not aware of um, you wanna call your ex and ask him no <laughs> I had a dream I got shot in the face the other day damn that's fucked up it is fucked up I, well, I waited for it though like I didn't even you know how sometimes you, you're about to die in a dream you just wake up like do you think your dreams mean anything? I used to, not anymore. I had just play, I had just finished playing Call of Duty. I was shooting some fuckers in the face, and then I went to sleep. And the next thing you know, I was getting shot in the face. I, but I, I waited for the, I waited to get shot. Oh, that's why you got. Shot. And I got <laughs> shot. And I was it was just black. It was just darkness. And I woke up like, oh, mm. okay. 
But no, I don't think so. Um, what did you creepy. learn this week? What did you learn? Uh, I don't know what I learned this week. <laughs> honestly, uh, yeah, you? I, I learned much this week. Um, honestly, what did you learn last week? Scuba. Ooh. Didn't you learn scuba? Then you go scuba. Yeah, I, I, just, I did. I did learn scuba. Actually, I did learn. Well, no, I don't want to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> something sexual, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Uh, you have some more to drink. Yeah, you I, about I, it, I ain't learned that. But we'll get there. We'll get yeah, there. Yeah, I'm still learning. I, I ain't learned nothing new. I don't think. <laughs> I learned that I didn't learn nothing new. That's, that's what. You can't tell us about the scuba I though. Think scuba counts. Yeah. Scuba was big. was cool. What what I did learn was uh, make sure mermaid. you ascend very slowly. <laughs> Say that again. Descend uh-huh. very slowly in the water once you deflate. Oh, your, your, gotcha. Because uh, my head almost exploded when I dropped 30 feet instantly and didn't get a chance to equalize. Whoa. Oh, I played it off well. I was down there crying. <laughs> it hurt so bad. Oh, Let me just say that is the most important thing that anybody has learned this episode. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah. It's been catastrophic. I was there crying like a little biatch. So you went down too know, fast. They thought the yeah. tears was from, the, oh, definitely went down too fast. Slow. And when I hit the bottom, you don't realize how deep 30 feet is right. until right. you're looking up. and like, that's a long way to swim. <laughs> but I did equalize. So whew, it felt like somebody had punched me in the face as hard as they could. Were they, were they watching you, when you as you went down? No, everybody went down. So nobody knew what was going on with me personally. And it wasn't like I could like tell anybody. You oh, can. Oh, oh, it hurt. Jason almost died on his first scuba dive. Oh, oh it so, hurt. So for me, even just... You know, because I'm still right. like, trying to get through the pool dives. <laughs> the nine feet hurts. Oh, go wait till you. So the 30. I don't even like go slow. No, just just don't deflate like I, I did. Probably just like not gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what's up. Slowly that's, add that to the list of things. A lot of things that we learned this <laughs> week. We learned that you got to go down slow as you're, scu- as you're scuba diving. We learned that uh, trash, trash bags. bags go in the way that they come out. Actually, I think if you go down slow and everything, you know that. Hey, that's, that's hey, good thing. Hey. I guess. Hey, that's what they say. That's what they say. Leave it to Jason to make his podcast sexual. I, I, I like it. I like it. I was like, "Ew," and I was like, "Do what, I don't know." Want to go down slow? Take your time. All right, man. So, anybody else learn anything before we move on to the next segment? Uh, just to kind of conclude the point that I was making, uh, the drug that. <laughs> killed michael jackson was an anesthesia drug it was yes. propofol and because mm-hmm. he uh he didn't have an anesthesiologist which is what you need if you're doing anesthesia to look after him that's that's what took him out so mm. don't but, fuck with them but, drugs but is that really sleep because he's basically putting in a it's coma sleep it's, right. and yeah, then we'll bring him out of it it's basically simulating a coma right you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so that yeah. that's crazy yep. michael, but you know what you. i think it's best that he died because Whoa. No, no. Yo, whoa, Jason, whoa. I know that's dark. What the fuck? Well, I know, but, but just think about it. <laughs> it's think, too soon. Think about it. And Do you we'll really want to see him at 70 doing soon. the moonwalk? Yes. No, First come on. All, it's not the same. For, I don't want to see Michael Jackson with arthritic, arthritic knees trying to dance. I mean, not really. He was a vampire, so right. he would have been fine. Yeah, yeah. I don't want him to die that way. Right. Uh, whatever. He, he went out like a... Speaking of music. <laughs> Jason was like... We are... We are going to move into Unnamed Artists. Unnamed Artists is where I play three songs. One is the defending champion from last week, and the other two will be challengers trying to defend or trying to defeat the defending champion. Hillary, you know who won last week? I know Jake Cole won for two weeks, but he <laughs> lost last so, week, and I don't remember. So who last week, 
the winner is Rick Ross. This is also the time you want to refill your drinks. Jason, go ahead and refill your drink. Hillary, I want you to pour some of that wine. Uh, Remy, I want you to get some more water from Hillary's cup. Hillary got the sound effects. <laughs> All right, y'all. Here is the defending champion from last yeah, week. Let's get it. You will vote on these songs, all right? You will vote for song number one, song number two, or song number three. But right now, we're going to just vibe off on about a minute to this song. If you got some edibles, refill your edibles. That's later on tonight. <laughs> Let me mute my notifications there. Hey, if you're in here watching it right now, share, share the live, share the live, get some more friends up in here. I want to see my dogs on the mountaintops. The niggas only ballin' when they albums drop. Hey. I got a line of cars rappin' round the block. They're living better than these rappers rapping round the clock. I built a golf course and a car porch. Since everybody asking where your car's going. Right now, just listen to the song. How does it make you feel? Does it make you want to dance? Luxury music. I don't know, man. That song pretty hard. That is hard. That's pretty hard. All right, that's song number one. That's the defending champion from last week, Rick Ross. Here is. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna switch it up. See if it's a different vibe. See if y'all like this. Here we go. Here's challenger number one. It's called Cry Your Heart Out. I'm not going to tell you who it is. That's why we call it Unnamed Artist. I just heard this song for the first time today. <laughs> it's a vibe. I actually like it a lot. When I walk in a room, I'm busy. I was listening to this on the way here. All my friends keep on telling me this feeling. Is this Adele? Yes, it is. Okay. I haven't listened to the whole album yet. Got some soul. I'm from Rich Paul. Shout out to Rich Paul. <laughs> I knew she was gonna drop an album when she turned 30. She dating a black man now, right? That's right, Rich Paul. <laughs> LeBron's uh, boy. That's a vibe, though. But I don't really love the entire album. So that's just me. I'm not the biggest Adele fan. All right, that's challenger number one. Okay. How does that stack up against song number one? Final song right here. Here is challenger number two. It's called Gordon Favors. Motherfucker. 
It is time to vote. That's like some gangster shit over some lounge music. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right? It is. It really is. It's very, kick back uh, very D'Angelo of him. <laughs> All right. We're going to vote. Song number one, song number two, or song number three. Who are we voting for? Hillary is voting for... You got the ladies. She's voting for song number two. Jason, who are you voting for? Rick Law, Rick Ross, okay. Live, who y'all voting for? Ed got Rick Ross. That's two for Rick Ross, one for Adele. Remy, who are you voting for? I'm rolling with Adele. So we got two for Adele, three for Rick Ross, four for Rick Ross. <laughs> okay, votes are coming in. I mean, I ain't gonna lie, that Rick Ross go kind of hard. It go kind of hard. Waiting, I'm waiting for that album. Goes hard. He make that luxury rap, man. That luxury rap music. He do it the best. Right. Call it lemon pepper. Lemon pepper wasn't too bad. Mm. Why y'all like lemon pepper? Lemon pepper chicken so much. It's delicious. You know, Puppets has that new lemon pepper grill. <laughs> man, it's good. Oh, no. Man, I had it the other day. It was delicious. Yeah. Delicious. Delicious. Shout out to lemon pepper. <laughs> delicious. I'm gonna give it one more minute. Well, 30 more seconds to see if any more votes come in. If not, I think it's going to be Rick Ross running it back two times in a row. Nah, nah. It's 4-2 for right song. now, right? No Nobody one voted for the third, third song. song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's his song. <laughs> Kill the motherfucker. The beat's nice, but the worst. The album's actually really good. The album's actually Isaiah Rashad. I, I, I can't listen really to that good. with my mother in the car. Right. I listen to whatever the fuck I want. All right, we are going to give Match. it to Rick Ross. Champion two weeks in a row. So before we get into the main message, the method message, really quickly, Hillary, can you tell our listeners <laughs> and the uh, people watching exactly what the Green Book of Tampa Bay is? I would like you all to know that my toxic trait <laughs> is oh, <gosh. laughs> that I text my friends while I listen to their podcast because for me I feel like I'm in conversation with you I understand that and so last week when my two wonderful friends were talking about black businesses I wondered if they were going to mention the green book of Tampa Bay I which thought is about a it. directory of black owned mm. businesses yeah. in Tampa mm. Bay you mean Mr. Bryant didn't mention you no, what? None, of I'm these, shocked. none of them did. What? Tell me, tell and her, then, you know why I didn't. Also, please follow Green Book on Instagram and Facebook because that's actually where we have the most fun. Green Book TV. Shout lots, out to Green lots Book. Lots of black businesses um, that are doing amazing work that you should check out. So that was about five times <laughs> in last week's episode. I was like, okay, I think I want to bring this up. But I don't want to bring it up because somebody, our friend, could be a little particular <laughs> about how we talk about certain things. Right. So I don't know if it's my, I don't know if it's my fault, our fault, or it's yeah. her fault. I'd be scared to post 
her. Because so. I've been corrected many a time. She'd be hiding from somebody. I just y'all. want you all to know that you're always allowed to talk about the green book. Okay. Because we want people to put those dollars in black on business. Right on. All right. We are moving into the Otherwise, main message, the method message. All right. So this week, we are talking about uh, gratitude. And so I wasn't really sure. Uh, what we were talking about and so earlier today um i text remy and i asked remy i was like hey what exactly are we talking about in regards to gratitude do you want to say what you said absolutely so my big thing right now we're we're recording the day before thanksgiving so if you're in this live you're kicking it with with us the day before thanksgiving which i appreciate um, if you're listening to this on the on the podcast or on Spotify or whatever, well, you know, you're listening after Thanksgiving. But the point is, Thanksgiving <laughs> is coming up, and the whole idea behind Thanksgiving is being thankful. And I always thought that it was like a very ironic holiday, considering the day after is the most consumerist, capitalistic fucking holiday. It's, it's a holiday where we decide, okay, we was thankful yesterday, but now we got to go out and get all of the shit because we need... All this other shit. So I think it's important to highlight um, the idea of gratitude because it's something we don't talk about enough. And I think I think as far as like mental health goes and the way that we look at our lives and the fact that social media, um, you know, plays a role in our lives. It gives you something to focus on that's not always just, you know, getting something new or other people or whatever. Like you kind of got to slow down. And look at your life and think, this is this is cool. This, this is I, right. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So I kind of wanted to get into that today because it's, it's Thanksgiving, and so, that's sort of what the holiday is about. Mm-hmm. In addition to you know stuffing ourselves, but you know let's focus on the thing, uh, the thank part. You know, okay. yeah, for sure. So, so let's talk about the first. The first thing is what's the definition of gratitude, right? And the definition is the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. So, how do each one of you and listeners and viewers, you can answer this question as well. How do you practice gratitude? Let's let the one of the guests start. How do you practice gratitude? You go ahead. So, honestly, I thought about this when you sent it out, and I was like, "Do I show gratitude?" That's a real question. Do Do I really show gratitude? I had to I had to really look at myself and and ask. I think my friends would be. More likely to, to answer that, but uh, I, I think I'm, I'm appreciative, really, of all y'all. Um, I thought about Hillary because what I did. because <laughs> I I met Hillary last year in November uh-huh. when we went kayaking. She she joined the white list and she yeah. put it out there for kayaking. I joined, and I was at a time when I was really struggling in life. Mm-hmm. All that I was really struggling in life. Um, mm-hmm. Contemplating leaving my, my my current employer. Wait, you talking about that one time we went kayaking, or the, that was a different time? The, yeah, 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 yeah. The time yeah, we yeah. first hung out. Yeah, when yeah. we first hung, and we we in the uh, darkness, in the darkness <laughs> under the bridge. Yeah, yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. That's my first time meeting Hillary. Illegal right, right, kayaking. Right. And I will say, Hillary encouraged us to join Outdoor Afro, and I would say from that, I am grateful to her. For her leadership and for really it was my season of yes for uh, 2021 
and and outdoor afro and hillary played a big part of that so grateful to her for that her leadership <laughs> and i did learn some things if you suggest something to hillary you better be prepared to do it because a week later she'd be like so anyway you brought up you wanted to do this i scheduled it oh shit okay uh i guess i gotta push all things aside to do it um okay but 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 also i gratitude to jay shout out to jay for I the white list that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that Because I lost a lot of friends Through going through the divorce mm. Leaving the religion I was a part of mm. I didn't know you left for it That was a whole other conversation I did not know you left for <laughs> I religion either. Yeah it's shocking <laughs> that I'm putting out here But I left for religion So you used to be a Mormon? I used to be a Jehovah's Witness <laughs> So um, You ain't that no more No, no I'm a heathen um, now you assign. Now he can right? celebrate Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, I still don't really celebrate the holidays, but yeah. But but grateful to Jay for bringing out the white list because I would not have met all the people right. that I've met if it hadn't been for the white list. Gotcha. I didn't join the white list until I got divorced. Because mm. before that, I didn't feel the need that I needed to, you know, join the white list. Right. So I joined the white list. So it, it filled a big void in my life. With meeting exposed me to all these wonderful people, mm-hmm. so you know, shout out to Jay, and then you know my homie from Detroit, you know we went camping together, and I really got a chance <laughs> to know Ribby, and I will say I do like Rhonda better than you, but it's okay. Shout out to Rhonda. Rhonda likes everybody else better than me, so it's cool. <laughs> shout out to Rhonda. I will say she's one of those people that when you first meet her, you're like. I like her. You know, you ever meet somebody, you just like, well, I really mm, like her. She's a very genuine person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's a very genuine. I liked her. So, uh, but then I had to ask, do I really show gratitude? I, I, I think I, I think I tell my friends how much I appreciate them. I, I, well, I think I so, like to buy drinks and shots. So I'd say <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's two, two, uh, separate or like a separation of like what, you want to think about when it comes to right. gratitude because gratitude doesn't necessarily have to always have to mean like showing gratitude to somebody else do you even take a moment to think about your life and think like i'm thankful like this is kind of dope like because because we spend so much time looking at all this other shit you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying we go to the store and we want this and we go on social media and we want that how often do we take a moment just to be like i don't really need nothing else today mm-hmm. like i'm actually mm-hmm. i'm actually good and then in addition to that showing gratitude to the people around you because you know that they're part of what adds value and flavor to your life and you know sometimes other people want that some people want to feel valued and feel like they add something to your life i, yeah. I will say when, when so jay want to first get into, uh gratitude and relationships yeah. later but yeah when he first posted what we were going to talk about mm. i was hoping for something a little more spicy i'm not gonna lie i'm sure i was hoping yeah, jay, but, likes the spice. but 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 i i, I said <laughs> let me let me look think about gratitude and and do i sh- i really had to look at myself and say but i think a lot of people do though do, do i show gratitude a lot of people do I, I think but the other thing that remy's saying is like practicing gratitude yeah. even where yeah. it's not just like because i think i'm decent at that but um like literally every morning or every week just being like i'm thankful for mm-hmm. filling the blank yeah. like, and then like and actually intentionally forcing yourself to think about it and i think f- i feel like i'm i practice it pretty regularly but i only say that cuz like in yoga practice part of even what i have my people think about is like are you grateful 
for these this body and these limbs that just carried you through this practice. Um, so even just like weird stuff that you don't necessarily think about that yeah. you really have to intentionally yeah. force yourself to think about. So one of the things I do that I practice for being grateful is every morning I go right there on my patio before I start my work day. And Remy actually texted me this and I never responded, so I do apologize. He was like, how do you start your morning sometimes? And literally I will go on my patio before the sunrise and I will sit there and I will say, I'm thankful to see this morning, right? That's or, gratitude. Hmm? That's gratitude. Yeah. And so it can be like any moment, anything that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, I was riding my bike a couple weekends ago and I was riding towards the sunset. The, the weather felt great. I felt great. And I just looked up and was like, man, I am thankful for this moment, right? Just being mindful of the moments because it could be gone tomorrow, Facts. right? We can go sleep today, tonight and not, next thing you know, we... In heaven somewhere You know what I mean So yeah I Gone It's gone Into nothingness So I do think It's like Gratitude is like Just being able to See the moment That you have And being appreciative Of it You know I feel like that In nature a lot Yeah Oh yeah I think we miss that A lot though Cause Half the time When we're seeing Something really beautiful I look around And everybody's doing this With their phone Mm, It's true It's true Instead of just Being in the moment we're trying to capture it so we can post it on mm. Facebook or something. And I think we miss a lot of the true, That's true. essence of the moment we're in. Mm-hmm. Even though I just said I can't wait for the metaverse so I can just be <laughs> in, in virtual reality full time. But I think we do miss a lot of right. nature yeah. and, and the beauty and just appreciating the people you're around because we're trying to take selfies and all this stuff instead of just appreciating the moment that we're right. in and the space that we're in. So if you think about about the two in the uh, in the vein of like Thanksgiving, what is Thanksgiving about these days? I think for most people, it's about being around family and arguing about politics and, and you know, the, the fucking uh, trial that's going on or that shit over there. So you kind of lose the essence of like, I'm thankful for these people. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful mm-hmm. for, for this group. And, you know, whether whether I, I agree with all these people or not, it doesn't necessarily have to be about that. It can just be like, I'm 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 glad I you know, I'm glad that we are able to be here and enjoy this food together. That's that. I mean, that's what Thanksgiving that's is only, supposed to be. That's about, the only right? reason why I even do holidays. Like, I'm not a religious person. I don't yeah. follow religion anymore. But I still celebrate Christmas, uh, Thanksgiving. I still do. What's the Irish holiday? Um, St. <laughs> Patty's Day. St. Patty's Day. Day. Okay. I do it because I want to spend time with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people that I go out with, like, I want, I want to do Thanksgiving because I want to spend time with my people. Mm-hmm. That's it. Not for the food. I don't even care. We, I mean, you got to have food. But I wouldn't be upset if I just sat around with my family and my friends yeah. on Thanksgiving and we just kicked the shit. Right. You know? We always start, like, and I don't go home every year for Thanksgiving, but whether or not I'm there... They go around the table and start with that. Like, what's something you're thankful for this year? And so even if that's just, like, the only time the whole year, right. <laughs> there is that intentionality in making Thanksgiving actually about gratefulness, um, at least in my family. I don't know. But it's yeah, a cool not, practice. Not, not, we never did that growing up because, like I said, I grew up as, as one of Jehovah's Witnesses, so we didn't really um, celebrate the holidays. Right. So I didn't grow up with that mindset, per se, but I will say, with Outdoor Afro, when you have us do the circle oh, yeah. and you have us talk about what we're thankful for and what we appreciate, 
it has caused me to think about things that mm-hmm. probably I wouldn't think about. Right. So I do appreciate that. Um, I also want to shout out to the, the people who posted that. What are you doing on Thanksgiving? And I said I was going to uh, Waffle House for breakfast and mm-hmm. Boston Market for dinner. And they invited me over for sure. to eat. You know, yeah. so I do. I'm thankful for that, you know, because I, I wouldn't know these people otherwise right. if it wasn't for, you know, Facebook, the whitelist, you know, um, and just being sociable. You know, I'm a social butterfly. You yeah. Know, so, I mean, that's the thing about uh, about Thanksgiving or being grateful. It's like people don't want you to be alone, for whatever reason. <laughs> right. But the thing is also part of it is like this is the time of the year where seasonal depression is real, right? And a lot of people. Don't have families they can call or friends they can go to or they sit in the house by themselves. So I think a lot of people say, look, nah, we ain't gonna let you sit by yourself. Come hang out, come do something. And so I do think people get invites like that, that they are grateful for. I I got two invites. Yeah. One and then another one earlier. So I was was appreciative when I got that because I was like, great, I got something to do because otherwise I was just gonna be home. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, let me play this. Turn the PlayStation on and see what that do. You got the PS4? And, yeah, I ain't got the PS5 yet, man. I, can't, I ain't got PS5. I ain't got it yet either. Although Ed put me on to something. I know. He put me uh, on to it too. You know, but I don't know if I want to drive to Orlando, so. <laughs> We're going there on Friday. We are going there on Friday, but that requires going really early. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if that's going to work out. So I wrote down um, that comparison is the mm. thief of joy. That's of joy, but it also steals your gratitude. And I think a lot of times when we're not feeling grateful, it's because we're comparing our lives to other people's lives. Yeah, I think that's true or false. Like when you oh, compare yeah. things like that. I, I, yeah. I think absolutely. And it's it's an automatic thing that we do at this point with, with like social media being so prevalent. I mean, sometimes it's the first thing we do and the thing we do all day. And sometimes you don't even like 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 I said, we like you were saying about the holiday tradition on Thanksgiving, you might sit and take a moment and think, well, what am I thankful for? Shit, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. And then all day, every other day for 360 or 64 <laughs> days a year, you're like, wow, what they got that shit. And I, they, they got that shit over there. I could probably get that. Like you mm-hmm. just you spend all your time envious in a way, you know what I'm saying? And it's really, it's really bad for mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually read a little bit about a, a study in regards to it. It says uh, we randomly assign our study participants into three groups. Um, although all three groups received counseling services, the first group was also instructed to write one letter of gratitude to another person each week for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Whereas the second group was asked to write about their deepest thoughts and feelings about negative experiences. The third group did not do any writing activity. Uh, what do we find compared with the participants who wrote about negative experiences or only receiving counseling? Those who wrote gratitude letters reported significantly better mental health, uh, four weeks and 12 weeks after writing their exercise, uh, the writing exercise ended. Mm-hmm. This suggests that gratitude writing can be beneficial, not just for healthy, well-adjusted individuals, but also for those who struggle with mental health concerns. Mm-hmm. In fact, it seems practicing gratitude on top of receiving uh, psychological counseling carries greater benefits than uh, counseling alone. Right. So yeah, and that's and that's just on a personal level, just writing mm-hmm. a letter and just you know, kind of getting, just taking a look at what you might be thankful for and being like, yo, it's it's actually not that bad. Right. And for me personally, 
gratitude is a big thing right now because I got to slow things down. <laughs> like I've, I, as, as of right where my life is right now, things need to slow down and I have to kind of focus on what I'm appreciative of because there's not going to be no new shit for a, for a while, you know? So. And that bothers you. Oh yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a fucking social media fiend. <laughs> like I'm always, I'm always just like, I, uh, so, so, I drink socially. Now that I'm not drinking anymore, I'm not like out and about. Wait, so wait, I have wait, wait. to. You not drinking anymore? Just I'm right, not drinking right now. Right now, and I don't know how long that's gonna go. But okay. depending on how far that goes, I have to find ways to manage that. And the the best way is to focus on my life and what I value within it, rather than trying to look for things outside of it. Okay. You know what I, I'm I respect it. Who who here drinks at home by themselves? Me. I don't drink at home by myself. I do. I was talking to a friend, and it was like. So what you doing? You you have pouring yourself a drink, and I was like, Nah, I'm only a social drinker. I got a full bar, <laughs> but I'm only a social drinker. So, yeah, yeah I, I drink have a full I, I bar after home. parties. <laughs> yeah, I drink. I drink at home. I could sip. I could so sip nice. every day. Like I don't. I don't get drunk. I don't get tipsy. Very rarely do I do yeah. it. Even even when I go out, I very rarely do that. But when I'm at home, I could sip on a glass of alcohol. I think I'm grateful to my uncles day. who set a very bad example. Mm-hmm. And I For didn't sure. want to fall into For that, sure. so mm-hmm. I don't drink at home by myself. I only drink it when I hang out with y'all, basically. You definitely got to know <laughs> you know here. what you know how to balance it all. Mm-hmm. One thing that I feel like has helped me with being more grateful is I feel like struggle will always make you feel more grateful when you have been learned when you have to work through not having, like when you have less. And you've worked through not having less to get more. You're like, damn, I'm grateful for this shit, right? It's like I only used to make, let's say for example, twenty five thousand dollars a year, and you struggling. Yeah, right. It's a lot of people right now who make that and they struggling. I was actually after watching the video. I was watching the TikTok video, and this dude in this video, he is crying his eyes out. He's walking down the street, and I'm like, damn, but he's crazy. He said, Look, I'm crying tears of joy. He said, I finally, finally got the job I wanted. After four years, and it was just a job working at. I got a job at the gym. Wow! Right, but he was so happy. You know why he was grateful for that? Because he had not had it anything for the last four years. Can, so, I, so, can I have you come talk to the people that I manage at Duke? Because they don't appreciate shit. <laughs> I think it's easy to forget yeah. what oh no what they, you have once you're in a I, certain oh, position, I, I, right. or you feel entitled to more or whatnot. Well, well, well think about all of us. Think about where we are. Mm. I, I think we're relatively middle class. Would you say? Yeah. Right. Yes. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. I mean, comparatively yes. thinking. Yeah. But yes. but think about. I definitely was like, middle class. Like, yeah. We'll see after I do my taxes. Well, well I'm jealous of you. Come to, my, know. come to my only fans right. later on tonight. But but think about where we could be. 100%. Think about where other black folks are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't live in the projects and i'm not saying that mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. but 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 sometimes it's funny because talking to some of the white folks and they want to ask me about the projects they think i'm like i don't really know much about the projects mm. all the people that <laughs> i know you should just start making stuff up right i'm just gonna lie about the pjs right i got their ratchet like with Dave me said, but i, I don't really ra- know I'm, yeah. I'm lying yeah i i didn't grow up in the projects i grew yeah. up relatively middle class yeah mostly all my friends are relatively middle class. They all mm. are gainfully employed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the stereotype is we're down and out, but 
Think about it. It's been a, yeah, I you mean, know. it's been a grind, man. I, when I first moved here, when I first moved to Tampa, Florida, I was making $30,000 a year. This was 10 years ago. What made you move to Tampa? I had just lost my job. I had just broken up with my girlfriend. I was basically starting over, and I was like, fuck it. I want to go rebrand. I had just turned 30. I was like, I'm going to do it. Now is the time to do it. Right. If I don't do it now, I'm never going to fucking do it. I feel you on that. And so I was like, I got to go do it. And I did it. And it was the best decision that I ever made for myself starting from. Uh, I will scratch. say when I moved from Michigan to Florida, I felt the same way. Mm. I said, nobody knows me here. Nobody remembers the Jason with the thick glasses and the nerdy. <laughs> I said, I can be mm. a completely different person mm. yeah. and rebrand myself. And they only know who I present now. They don't remember me. Absolutely. When I go back right. to Michigan, they remember the old Jason. Mm. And they went, oh, you changed. You know, here, yep. I'm just me. Most people here don't even know my motherfucking real middle name. I think I do. I don't well, hell, I didn't know your name was Jared until. <laughs> most people don't. Most people don't know. because About a year or two after I'd known you. <laughs> it's you know, crazy. And then well, I brought, oh, Jared there. Noetic? Yeah, I know. <laughs> then, you know. No. <laughs> I remember coming into work. For people who don't know, me and Jay used to work together. But that's not actually how we met. That's we not how act- we met. We actually met because another friend, a uh, mutual friend of ours, yeah. had invited Jason out to go kayaking kayak before yep. he and I did. And that's yeah. how I initially met Jason. That was like 2017. Yeah. And time flies. But I remember coming into work one day, and Jay's, they had uh, like a plaque. A plaque of yeah. the book. Oh, we, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, yeah. We, we have, I was like, oh, shit, Jay's the author. Okay. That's how I was going down. So, I, you know, I'm grateful that. I've been exposed to mm-hmm. all these beautiful people that have so much going on right. and are so diverse in their interests. Yeah. Because I think I think people kind of put black folks as a monolith where we're just right. we're just in one lane. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I appreciate you so much, mm-hmm. especially the t shirts that we get to wear. Ew. You know. <laughs> um, I'm black and I hike. <laughs> because it's funny because I've had some of my white friends when I post pictures of me wearing these t-shirts, they said, why do you have to say I'm black and I swim or black and I hike? And I say, you don't understand the questions we get when we <laughs> show up to these places. And, and and the white folks are very nice and they, mm-hmm. they mean well, but they want to ask, so what's the special occasion? Why are you here? Right. Are you a church group? What's going on? <laughs> what, what what brings you here? It's the family reunion. Right. What, what, what is, no, we're just out here because we just... We're just relaxing. We're just having right. fun. We're, we're, this is actually the new Black Panther party. Just. Right. <laughs> we, we, just, we just enjoying ourselves. So I, I will say I am grateful for that. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, and so you're grateful for building a community. I am. I'm definitely your grateful community, for Your community plays a huge factor in how you feel about life. That's a known yeah. fact. What is, so we know what Jason's grateful for. What are some things? Let's go around the table. Remy, what are you grateful for? Uh, I'm grateful for my fiance. Um, <laughs> and that's all we're gonna leave. We're gonna leave it at that. Okay, so let me let me let me let me let me add something. Wait, I want to say what I'm okay, grateful go ahead. Oh, I'm for. Sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> One thing I'll say is I do want to, I do like the like nuanced conversation around gratitude. Um, that it is bigger than just the like things, the things that you're grateful for. Um, but even like checking yourself when you're falling into that pit. Of right. just like envy. That's mm. when it's important. I definitely don't have like I get sucked into the you know the reels and the <laughs> whatever, and I don't 
feel any type of way about like the people and the things they have like I'm not like oh I want those things but I do think like for me you know I'm the age that I am <laughs> and what age is that <laughs> what age is that age? an age you want to share with us um but I do think one of the ways that sometimes maybe that crops up is being unmarried and not having any kids. And oh, so yeah, I have sure. to like regularly practice gratitude around the fact that like Kanye's quote, my life is dope and I do dope stuff. That's right. <laughs> um, but, and that's true. And so I do think for me, that's a big thing is just having to remember that, um, Especially when I'm ovulating, because that's when I want to have babies. Mm. Um, and so every kid I see, I'm like, I'm going to steal that kid, which <laughs> I won't. I'm not going to steal a child. But that, I think, as a woman of my age, that can be a thing that's like hard. you want to like give your baby for adoption, put it on Green Book, and I'm playing. <laughs> There's been all these posts of like little adorable black kids like in foster homes talking about Would you ever consider adopting? I No, I but point. I mean, who knows? Maybe you know, in ten years down the road, my parents adopted. I can't even afford that, <laughs> so I don't even know why I'm looking at the children. Yeah. But yeah, so I think that is what I was thinking about when you were talking about like social, how social media makes you feel some type of way. But I just think like me and socialization, yeah, telling me that at this point, I think about this so, and yeah, that should have happened. Exactly. Hasn't. Think about by societal standards, right? We they always say by the age of thirty. Right. You should have this, this, and this, and then you realize, look, I'm fucking single. I've been single yeah. for I ain't nowhere close to having that. But then you got to remember or tell people, look at the things you do have, right? Mm-hmm. You have a house. So I don't have a house. You have a house. I don't have. A you house. don't have a house. Yeah, but I think well, you know, having what? the house no? makes the man thing harder too. It, it, it will. <laughs> it just depends. It just depends on the, yeah. on the person. But I'm saying from from my perspective, yeah, it's like if I wanted to, if I wanted to compare. I'm like, I'm 40. I haven't bought a house yet. But I'm just like, you know, it's not my time. Okay. But I'm trying to work towards that. It's easy to, to say, well, oh, man, I don't have no kid. I ain't married. You know, Remy always been saying for all this year, he's he been having a rough year. I'm like, bro, yeah, a lot of good shit happened. Mm-hmm. A lot of good shit. Like, yeah. let's remember the shit that we have have happened. Right. Yeah. I should right? say I'm not saying I'm, like, depressed about yeah. it. Oh, I no, just, for sure. Just talking like about it. It's like an active... Um, active practice of yeah. remembering sure. everything that I do have. I am grateful for, believe it or not, just my community. Because I, everyone says I'm such an uh, extrovert, but I really do enjoy just being in my own energy. But I need to be around my people and my friends and my family. And they have definitely helped me become a better person, right? Like people have influenced me to travel more. I wasn't traveling prior to having them in my circle, but then they were doing all dope shit. I was like, they didn't keep leaving me back here. So sometimes <laughs> comparison is not always a bad thing mm-hmm. because they can motivate you to, to try to, to reach new heights. Um, you just can't let it hold you hold you back. Mm-hmm. And I think because of my community, my network, and my friends, and me trying to connect other people, I get ha- I'm happy to see other people connect. Like I'm happy to see Jason connect with other people and build his network. I'm happy to see. Remy connect with people because mm-hmm. uh, I feel like I helped. Like you did. That's my that I'm part of the glue. Yeah. And mm-hmm. for me, that always makes me feel grateful. You know. So that's what I'm grateful for. Come on. Okay. I, got, I got I got a lot of more stuff on here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it's. Uh, let me ask you, Remy. Since well, you've been married. Mm-hmm. 
Remy, don't put see, my business out there. I'm not, on I'm not your business. Facebook, Remy, but, uh, but, 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 but Remy, you, you, you're engaged now. I am engaged. And on the way here, I was talking to a friend, and I told him I was doing my first podcast, and it was on uh, gratitude. And they said, well, what are you grat- grateful for? What are you grateful for? Or how did you show gratitude? And I said something, which I thought was already showing gratitude, but they said, oh, that's a good one. When I asked my ex to marry me, I said, I showed, I, I showed gratitude in that moment because of the love and the friendship and what she gave me. So I asked her to marry me. I bought a ring, got on one knee and asked her to marry me. You just asked somebody to marry you. What do you think about that? Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, it, yeah. Well, so... <clears throat> So to, to break that down the way that I am, Jay's been around me enough to know that for the most part, I barely fuck with marriage. And I got a lot of <laughs> yeah. things to say about marriage as somebody unmarried and somebody who's just kind of seen marriage from the outside. Mm-hmm. So when I decided to propose to my fiance, it was a way of, of me saying, all right, I'm going to just... I see all this shit out here and I think it's all bullshit, but I'm going to trust you with it. Mm. I'm going to trust that you're going to be different than what I think all of this shit is going to be because mm. I, I can't really know unless I give it a shot. And right. honestly, I'm down to give it a shot with you. So it, I, I think, like I said, w- what am I most grateful for? My fiance. I'm very grateful for her. And in mm. me deciding like, I mean, let's let's just fucking do this. This is what you want. Let's do it. You know, um, marriage tends to be something that I think uh, women want more more than men. There's, I mean, there's plenty of men who do want it, but a lot of us, uh, I think, do it more begrudgingly. But I don't feel like I'm doing it as begrudgingly in this sense. And I mean, I guess when I look at it like that, I don't feel like I'm practicing gratitude per se by proposing because um it's it's, it's hard to it's hard for me to say it like i'm not i'm not trying to yeah i'm not doing like to to i'm not trying to i'm not i'm not marrying her to say thank you like thank you for being a part of my life so here's marriage that's not that's (laughs) not what i'm doing when when i said that but, but, said, oh, but that's, on a personal that's a level, yes. take. on yeah. a personal level, yes, yeah. I am. I am grateful for her, so I'm, right. I'm choosing to be with her, right? You know, indefinitely. Okay. I know I would be grateful for the yes, because if if I got down on my knees and she said and she said no, oh, I'm going buck shit, wow, like probably down a path that's not going to be good. So so I'm fucking I, all your friends. I, I can yeah. go down all these paths. So let me ask you, Jay. You asked a woman to marry you, and she says. No, mm. is it over at that point? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Because here's here, let me tell you why. Let me tell uh-huh. you why. For first of all, I'm not, I'm not the type of person that's just going to randomly ask that question. Right. There's going to be so many conversations prior to that. That's fair. That I'm going to know. That's how I feel too. That we are. I'm, yeah. I'm in. I'm in the right position yeah. to propose. Yes. So if I get down on my knee and I propose to you and you say no. I'm done. Right, it's done. Why, why are we, why, moment, why are we like, even doing it? You're like, I don't even know you. <laughs> <laughs> because if, when I asked my ex to marry me, 
Like I went to her Well her father wasn't in the picture But I went mm. to her mom Took her out to dinner mm. Asked for permission mm. So if I do all that And before we I did I didn't know That she was willing to marry me So it you knew she was Willing, willing right, to marry Right you. So gotcha. if I asked her She said no I'm like oh well then it's over then You said no Right yeah. So she said no if she said no, I'd probably be over yet. Well, she's oh, but she said yes. She, oh, definitely she did. We were married for almost twenty years, but you know, yeah. So stay married if you can, because it's rough out here in this dating. <laughs> there's, there's PP in the dating pool. Just you that. Rough out here. It is rough out here. So I wrote down something else that said, um, "What are some tips to practice gratitude?" Ooh, I go. <laughs> Um, there's some good apps where you can actually like daily record your gratitude. Mm. Um, and there's also good journals where you can write it, draw it. Like every day is a different prompt that helps you think mm. your gratitude. If you do meditation um, or yoga, building that into that practice. And then I think even <laughs> I've, I've already tried to do this with some of y'all, but it didn't work. Where Uh-oh, instead of apologizing, me, oh god. <laughs> Just if you don't actually mean the apology, just thank the person for that. The thing that they're basically you've inconvenienced them in some way. And you might say sorry, but it's not like a real sorry. But it actually means more to just thank them for being like patient with you in that thing. Unless you literally like hit them in the face. You're like, oh, wow. (laughs) Sorry. But like even that practice is gratitude. So then your apologies actually mean something because you're only saying them when you mean them. And then you're always being just thankful that this person is willing to put up with your shit for that moment. Right on. I just um, I, um, I do agree. With, oh my God. I do think a great tip done? is journaling. I used to journal all mm-hmm. the time. Why'd you stop? Because I started writing. I started writing my books. And I, I'm one of those people that humble even though brag. even though I might have that was a humble. That was a humble. That was a humble. I mean, to my own horn, that was a humble wreck. Because I, because I'm an author, that's why. <laughs> because if I write something, it's it. going to sell. Get paid if I write something. The fuck you think I'm this is? But no, but but also because I also do podcasting now. So one of the things for me is like I have to get it out of my system. But if so, if I'm already talking about it, and I'm doing, I'm creating content, video content. I don't feel the need. To write or to journal But when I was yeah. in a space where I didn't have that outlet Journaling was very important to me I actually had an online You ever heard of Penzu? P-E-N-Z-U uh, It's an online journal And you can do it Obviously do it online But you, you can do it on your app as well Anything you do in your app Because I uploaded to Penzu But you can also collaborate with friends mm-hmm. And so I've always wanted to, to do Like a community online journal Where people can just Talk about this shit And people can just read it Random people can read it 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 practices vulnerability Mm -hmm. But it also may help people give you Some advice to respond to And you can read it It can be anonymously Or however you want to do it But anyway I do agree with journaling Another tip Mm -hmm. I bought a a journal for my relationship I think that's that's amazing I always tell people to do that Yeah like Like I think we were just out at Barnes and Noble, and I and we were. She loves journals anyway. Mm-hmm. She, she just likes writing stuff or whatever. And then I thought, well, it'd be good to have something that we could write in together. And then that way, like, 
like just just if we just want to talk about how good of a day we had or even how bad of a day we had or whatever the fuck it is it's something that we could we can get it out there and not necessarily right. have to have a fight about it or whatever right. or you know like and and i mean we haven't gone back to it in a little while but, <laughs> but it was a good idea at the time it's um, a good idea but can i tell you something to, mm-hmm. as someone who who did that mm-hmm. something that you might want make sure that to happen to you is to make sure cause the reason I did the, the relationship journal is because I realized that I was I was better at right verb, no I was better at verbally communicating my words oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she was better at writing her words so mm-hmm. I got the journal to come, be a happy medium so the goal was to write our thoughts and then we would discuss those so mm-hmm. we both get what we need but it turned into all the bad stuff was written right it was never any good stuff and then not only was it just written it wasn't discussed so if it's gonna be written about, how, how does that work? So you, it. so you just leave it on the counter and you open it up and like, God damn. So how we, how I did it, and I would have the journal for a week, right, mm-hmm. right. So I would say I bought it first. So I wrote. I actually bought it for her birthday, and I, I wrote my first journal entry and I said, have it for a week. Write your thoughts. Next time I see you, or when next, I'll take it, take it home. I will read it. We get together and we'll talk about it. So we exchange it like once a week. Right. Okay, so y'all to live together. See, I, I'm, no. I was coming from the viewpoint of living with somebody. So if mm. you live with somebody, you just leave it on the counter <laughs> and you just write in it yeah, today at 10.59 a.m. He looked at me funny. Yeah, I, I feel that, you know, she was being petty when she only gave me three pieces of bacon. She knew I like six, yeah. you know. <laughs> I mean, you got to set your own own rules around it for sure. Okay. But yeah. Um Tip, any other tips on how to be grateful? Um, write thank you notes to other people. Mm, okay, okay. Right, could remember. Yeah, you just you just said I how you appreciate appreciative of Hillary, Remy, and myself, yeah. but you can also do thank you notes. It's like mm-hmm. I, I know you. with certain people, I've tried to call them when I think about them, mm-hmm. just to say I was thinking about you. I bet the only women. You ain't never uh, call me. Okay, Negro. that's true. <laughs> they have been only women. They, I got one of those calls I mean, the other day. They have been. Future, remember that, that record, future text. Jason future. calls me and says, "Yo, I was thinking about you." I'm like, I got a call like that the other day, though. Like someone just called to check in, uh, and it was yeah. like, "I was just thinking about you," and like it was, I do that, so I just thought, yeah. I think it's nice. Uh, although, okay, let me share something that happened to me last week. Okay, I was the only guy with about ten women. That's a good problem to have. It, it was, but were you I, practicing gratitude in that moment? Well, well, they all, were. All they, these they, titties. They, they were. Yes, it, it was all these beautiful black women, and it was it was around our diving experience, oh. and oh, and usually I'm not. We, we guys, we we interact very differently. Yeah, but but they. So we were going to eat, and, and Hillary had us talk about what we were kind of grateful for and mm-hmm. what kind of we appreciated about the weekend and what mm-hmm. we liked, and you know. And everybody went around, and it turned into a cry <laughs> fest. It was emotions. They were crying. Yeah. Oh it was emotions God. everywhere. <laughs> and I thought, in that moment, I like to talk. If you know me, I like to talk. But I was quiet. What? Yeah, I was quiet because I was listening to what the women had to say. Because yeah. I was the only guy there. Yeah. And it was amazing their communication and their mm-hmm. vulnerability, their, their, their vulnerability, and their, because I can't imagine us getting together and us talking and crying and mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. telling you two how much I love y'all and yeah. appreciate y'all, 
And then we get teared up and you <laughs> handed me a tissue. Mm. We'd be like, well, this is some bitch ass. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, just as guys. Yeah. But they were doing it. And I was like sitting like, man, as without guys. Without a thought, though. Without, it wasn't any kind of. But I do want to yeah. say the previous week. So at the end of the outdoor Afro events, we do a closing circle. Mm. And the previous week, it was like the pool dives for the scuba. But we closed with the instructors there so maybe it was the swimming i don't remember but it was just a really like robotic it was sort robotic. of interaction and so what i wanted is the next weekend is to close the weekend without any of the white instructors there mm. and it was a totally oh, it was <laughs> different totally different experience because then people could be real without feeling some type of way about yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the yeah. game. we didn't have to heat the food up afterwards because it took a long time <laughs> yeah but, but um yeah. yeah. But isn't that kind of sad though in a way that men that men men don't do that. That men don't do that and men can't do that without feeling like it's right. A I puss, think it being is a sad. pussy, being yeah. a bitch, being homophobic I, or whatever. I really sat there in amazement like, mm-hmm. wow, this is amazing right. that they've allowed me to have a glimpse into what women Oh, they didn't even see you at that point. They, no, they didn't see me. But <laughs> no one was seeing anything yeah. around gender. But yeah, yeah. for real, it was like, I knew that if we did that the next day in front mm. of all the instructors, it would have been it a wouldn't different have been the circle. Same. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was beautiful. Yeah. It, it was really beautiful <laughs> to all the emotions that were shared <laughs> and the positivity yeah. and the um, enforcement of, right. you know, I love you and everything. And I was like, damn, as guys... <laughs> We Nor- don't do nothing like that. You can normalize that, though. Yeah. You can make your friends get used to it. Like, I had my yeah. best friend who I met her when I was 19 years old. We took a class together at Purdue University. It was a class about multiculturalism education. We were the only black and brown folks in there. Everybody else was white. Been friends since then. She's like my best friend. And <laughs> maybe two years ago, she finally started saying, I love you back. Mm. But ev- like, literally, I've known this woman for a while. I'm not going to say how long because mm. I don't know my age. <laughs> But I just kept saying it, like at the end of phone calls, like, all right, love you, bye. (laughs) And she finally says it back. I will say, I didn't start growing up in Detroit. When I moved to Florida, Mm -hmm. I didn't start hugging my friends Mm -hmm. goodbye until I moved here. Mm -hmm. The first time it happened to me, and somebody said, all right, man, see you later. And they gave me like the bro hug. I was like, (laughs) why are you hugging me? (laughs) This This is weird, you know? Um, because growing up in Detroit, you didn't, I'm sorry, you didn't, like, if you looked at somebody a second too long, it was like, nigga, what you looking at? Mm. Problem? Problem? Yeah, it was more right. fight or flight up there. Right. So <laughs> I moved to Florida and Detroit. Um, people that I met, they would speak to people. And I'm like, hey, you know a lot of people. <laughs> I'm like, why you speak to them? Like, oh, they were, they were, they were black. So I just said, good right. morning. I'm like. Why are you speaking to them? I, it, it was it was different. So yeah. I, I I'm grateful being exposed to that. Yeah. Why, why would you talk to them? Why don't you just pull out your gun? Yeah, I try. Right. Yeah. It, it, it was a different atmosphere. Why don't you just try to fight them immediately? Right. I do that in other countries though. When I see black people I'm like hi. Right. But you know they're not generally. Yeah. No, no. They're so not, they're just yeah. like. Yeah, I tried. It. I tried to. Uh, I was doing that in Kenya. Really. On the sidewalk, like. And I was like, oh my god, stop! Like, stop it! Yeah, I do try to, I do try to hug, hug, hug guys. I do try to do things that just guys are around. Mm-hmm. Like, hey guys, let's get together and just have guy conversation. Yeah. Um, but I also try to make a point when I get around my nephews. It's like yeah. when I when I get them when I when I, when I see them, 
I give them a hug. Yeah. Right. And I say, I love you. I want them to know it's okay right. Yeah. Right. To, to say I love you. I don't want them growing up thinking. I don't, right. I don't ever want to hear them say, well, Uncle Jared, boy, I, I, he never said I love you. This is mm-hmm. how I am because of him. No, I want, I want them to be like, yeah. my uncle taught me right. that I can say I love you to another mm-hmm. man or I can hug my friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hug my mama's uh, boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He don't, I don't think he, I don't think he, I didn't think he used to. Th- he liked it, and then the other day when we went over there, it, he was like, "I didn't do it." He was and like, he told my mom, he was like, "Jared didn't give me a hug." <laughs> right? Well, he mad at me. <laughs> right? He like, what's going on? He mad I was at like, me. Oh, oh, I see how it is. But see, people, are so, but men won't. Men might might not talk about it. Right. But they're grateful. Right. For mm-hmm. that interaction, yeah. you know. So to piggyback off that, um, let me preface this by saying, I am very grateful for my father extremely mm-hmm. like he's he's number two <laughs> right now he was number one for a long time but Rhonda <laughs> passed him up um but he's definitely one of the, one of the people i'm most thankful for however uh we've we've never really been had like good communication um just because you know he's he's a black man in detroit and yeah. <laughs> it's just it just wasn't his way and he was like you know uh, the youngest out of, out of all his brothers or whatever and they was all gangsters so he was like the softest among them mm. but even still he didn't have like that he still is very reserved about his emotions right. um, way more reserved than I am like I'm way more open in, in consideration but there's still like a communication barrier there yeah. and so um, it, ma- it makes me wonder like how as far as the other men in the room um, what kind of communication do y'all have with like the the elders and elder males in your family like mm. is, has, is anybody because because that's one thing i feel like i struggle with is communicating possibly because of that i didn't have like a a strong female presence somebody to communicate with so yeah. he was like the only one i, I could communicate mm. with but because there was a barrier there i have trouble with communication to this day i, mm. I will say growing up I, I and and don't get me wrong my, my parents were very loving they showed me they love you but they weren't like hug me and I love you son yeah. kind of parents mm-hmm. I, I only remember distinctly one time my mother hugging me and telling mm. me she loves me mm. it wasn't until I got grown and I would come back home that I would hug my mother and tell her I love her and I could see she would mm. feel a little uncomfortable <laughs> right. um, they just weren't lovey dovey type mm-hmm. people um, so now that when I do see her I make an effort to hug her and kiss on her because I some of it is I'm just being a pest because I know it makes him feel uncomfortable. <laughs> and I find it funny um, that my mother feels uncomfortable with me hugging and kissing on her. Mm. Um, but I'm with you. Um, well, my father has passed away. So I would say to the rest of you who have your parents mm. and your fathers in your life, um, take advantage of that. Right. Show, show gratitude by just asking them um just questions about them like mm-hmm. like when you're in your 20s tell me some funny stories mm-hmm. you know i had the opportunity in 2010 when i um and i'm grateful for it i drove to new york with my father and he told me stories that i had never heard right mm-hmm. like he told me stories about getting in a fight in the club and i was like <laughs> what you got to fight in the club what is going on mm-hmm. i'm grateful now i wish i had the mindset that i do now mm-hmm. to have it sooner yeah to have these conversations you still have the opportunity. You still have the opportunity. I do too. I'd say too. same with grandparents. Yeah, it's I don't like have those one opportunities. One thing I really regret with my grandma that passed two summers ago, it which is crazy that COVID's been happening <laughs> this long, yeah. but 
just not. I don't know anything about her. Took her out. Yeah. Okay. I don't know anything about her. Yeah, I don't know anything about. And I just never thought to just be like, tell me about when you were ten. I don't know. Yeah. no, think for about, real. Think about that with not just your your fathers or your parents. Think about that with your friends as well. Yeah. People that you're closest to. Like we don't we don't know half our backstories. Mm-hmm. You know, right. we just know yeah. know the moments. So that thing I would say about tips, and I'm pretty much all done, is affirmations. Mm-hmm. I think affirmations are a great way to be grateful or to find gratefulness. You just be writing them down every day and then just singing them first thing in the morning or before you go to bed at night. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's sort of similar to praying. And, you know, you just say, I'm whatever. You can make your own affirmations up, but there's a gazillion affirmations out there. But I found that by saying the same affirmation over and over again does help me feel better about the perspective, about the day. Um, you know, whether you believe in the law of attraction or not. Right. So positive affirmations, if you're saying them every day, theory is it is that you will attract those things into your life based on those repetitive, repetitive, repetitive uh, words. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Anything else before we move on to. All right. Well, gratefulness, be grateful for what you do have. We would love to hear more thoughts on uh, what you're grateful for method heads. Uh, let us know in the in the comments and the replay when, when you watch the replay. What's up, Bef- Loretta? Go ahead. Before we do move on, mm-hmm. I do want to talk a little bit about gratitude and relationships. Okay. Because um, I think I think that I mean, aside from like money and stuff like that, I I could definitely see a lack of gratitude being like a relationship killer. You know what I'm saying? Like aside mm-hmm. from just you being thankful yourself. Yeah. Your partner definitely wants to know that you value 100%. what they contribute oh, yeah, 100%. to your situation. I, I, I would say that's true. Having been married for almost 20 years and Damn. reflecting on <laughs> the failure that I went through, mm. I, I don't think I showed enough gratitude. So it's your fault? Well, it takes two to tangle, but but I got to focus on me. What what, right. what what was my mistakes mm-hmm. in this relationship? Mm-hmm. So that's what I focus on. What right. what could I do better? Yeah. And I think definitely I didn't show enough gratitude, intimacy, emotional vulnerability. Um, and I had the mistaken belief just because I was providing financially and paying mm-hmm. all the bills that that was enough. That's... Literally, and my definitely wasn't so it's never enough. Oh, so y'all yeah. was married. We're married, <laughs> <laughs> people don't know this. Like the thing with my ex husband, same thing, and that's the love language stuff. Like, your yeah. love language is different. So, when he's he's like a gift giver and he's doing all the things and the act of service, so he's like, Look, right. look what I've done, and I'm just like, I just want to like hang out with you and yeah. go somewhere. Yeah, but my- it just we did not match like at all with yeah. that. I would definitely do things differently. Yeah. You know, in my next relationship, I'm definitely trying to be more emotionally vulnerable, um, be more, show more gratitude, mm-hmm. just not take the other person for granted. And just because. Communication. Communicate. I'll definitely lack communication. And definitely because I paid the bills, I thought, what? I'm doing I, enough. I always I tell people yeah. that, that words of <laughs> affirmation. Is it was never my number one, right? right? Number one used to always for me be when it comes to love languages was quality time and physical touch. But but because of the last few women that I've dated or got involved with, I didn't feel like they appreciated what I was doing right. for them. Right. That now 
I need words of affirmation. I and it's not even like I need to hear you say, "Oh, baby, you doing? You look so good today." No, fuck that shit. I don't need that. <laughs> what I need to hear is, "Damn, thank you for coming by. Thank you for cutting my grass. Thank yeah. you for like I, I, will, I appreciate you. Like those I words say, matter." I, I think that is common going out on. You know, I'm in the dating scene and just paying for meals. I know it's a small thing, but a lot of times it's important, though. I, yeah. I don't get thank you afterwards. I just get and they don't get a call. Then. Right. <laughs> I, 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 you know, there's no kind of I appreciate you. Right. Some people do, but the majority don't. The majority don't. They Back just, when I used yeah. to do that, I did say thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Back yeah. when I used to try. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, no, I think the yeah. thank you is important. I think um, I think expectations as they develop in yeah. relationships really fuck with gratitude because once you yes. feel like this is a normal behavior mm-hmm. in relationships mm-hmm. and I deserve this at this point, mm-hmm. then it's hard for you to be thankful for anything. You're like, this is this is what my life is supposed to be, yeah. and this this person's supposed to do all these things. I also feel like sometimes though, <laughs> men are like, I don't know. It's like women do so many things without any thank yous for men, and then. They do like a thing, and then if you don't say thank you, it's it's just like look, see. I don't see think the that's thing I did? you probably you probably have some probably something right. to stand on that. I, but for me personally, <laughs> right. I don't think it's just that. Like I never got, I never got had an issue with with that. What I had an issue with was pointing out the bad things mm-hmm. without acknowledging the good of what right. I'm doing. And you're also talking about like a much longer relationship, right? Like a yeah. marriage. And your relationship was how long? Eight months. Yeah. Right. So like I, will, I will say. Yeah, it gets to be like that, though. Yeah. Whenever my ex said, we need to talk about, I did, we need to have a talk. It was always something bad. Right. I dreaded it. I dreaded the, can we talk? Right. Whatever they can said, can we talk? Can we talk? I dreaded it because it was always something like that, that I wasn't doing <laughs> right. or providing. Right. It was never something, can we talk? I just want to let you know that. You ain't shit. Right, it was that. <laughs> or it was never something like, "Oh, you've done something good. I want to. Yeah. I appreciate you for whatever yeah. it was." I knew it was. I fucked up. I fucked up. I'm gonna get on your ass. Or a and perception, right? And, 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 and it, for, I know for me as a man, that can be very frustrating because it's like, at the end of the day, while you're in relation, your relationship, you still want to be you and you want to live your life. You still mm-hmm. want to be an individual, oh. and. For some people, your nature is to, I don't know, I guess put put everything into the relationship. And that can be draining for, like, your partner because, like, well, I, I'm, I, I appreciate everything you're doing, but right. I'm just not the kind of person who's just literally going to revolve around you like that. Like, right. I, you know what I'm saying? That, that's one of the reasons I'm as thankful as I am for my relationship because nothing is different about who I am or who she is in this relationship. She's she's a, a, a huge giver and that's just how she is. And I don't have any expectations as far as what she gives. Like everything she does, whether she cooks for me or uh, I don't know, goes and whatever, anything she does for me, I'm going to say thank you automatically. Right. There is no expectation. Hold that thought for one second. If you want to call in, we'll call in right now to tell us what you're thinking oh, for. Shit. 813-966-9758. This Come is a on. one-time thing. It's a one-time thing. I'm, <laughs> going, I'm going to edit my phone number What's out. 813-966-9758. You get to call in and tell us what you're thankful for before we move on. You're going to be on the air, too. You're going to be on right. the air. 813-966-9758. Someone so, That's what right So my one of my favorite things about my fiance is, is she, all the time she'll just sit and be like, 
man I'm, I'm so thankful for you like i appreciate you so much and that most of the time that's all i need like that's words of affirmation and her saying that is enough for me to be like all right i guess i'm i'm doing all right <laughs> and i know for sure i appreciate her like I, yeah. I value everything she does right and i you know i don't even feel like i deserve half of the things that she does so i try to be as as you know thankful as i can and it works. You guys are a beautiful couple, I must say. When I met yeah. y'all, I was like, man, that is a nice couple right I there. I mean, we, we've got our problems. <laughs> Everybody I does. thought Remy was tripping. <laughs> we, in, we in Panama. In the guy, me, him, and Ed. We supposed to be partying. We supposed to be hanging with the women. He's trying to be all faithful this man, shit. This man <laughs> no, just like, met this chick. <laughs> white. They, he just like on the phone. I'm like... It is like oh he he already in love <laughs> and fast forward. Who they trying to call in Loretta? I felt pretty. Shout cool. out to Loretta. She probably not gonna call. All right, man. Let's move into. Are we doing uh, another segment of correlations or anything random for final thoughts? Um, I I don't think I have anything else. All right, then we are going to move into final thoughts. Final thoughts, basically. I can't believe it's been an hour and a half almost. It don't even feel like it, it right? It doesn't feel like it. I must say it's gone really quick. I have to use the bathroom. Oh, you do? It feel okay. Like <laughs> <laughs> All right, so final thoughts. Basically, anything that you want to bring to the table to talk about, um, you can. If not, I do have a final thought. Um, Go first. I, I'm appreciative of people who... Oh, do we want to talk I about be, this? This, uh, oh, you you gonna talk about it? Yeah, I can be an asshole sometimes. So, shout out to the people who call me personally and tell me how I stepped on their toes and give me an opportunity <laughs> to apologize to them. That's I appreciate those people, and not just blasting me to everybody that I upset them. They call me personally, be like, "Hey, when you said this, you upset mm-hmm. me," and they give me an opportunity to apologize because sometimes I don't know I've stepped on a toe. So mm-hmm. anybody, if I step on your toe. It's not intentional. I'm not trying to lose friends, but I do appreciate when people come to me and be like, hey, you said this. It, those are real friends, though. Those, those are real friends. Those are the ones you want because friends. you don't want people who are not going to tell you. And I'm thinking about that because Loretta did that to me one time, <laughs> and I appreciate her for that. I really do. That kind of ties into what we was talking about, about supporting black businesses. Like That's yeah. like uh, leaving a review or you know, yes. t- talking mm. to, to the staff instead of just like not coming back. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that, actually. And I last time on the pod jason said that about like the mcdonald's thing people still go back that's true about all of those like amazon how often have you gotten the wrong thing and we still keep using Mm -hmm. amazon um my last thought is um i just think you know they talk about giving people their flowers while they're still here and i think that's true for your friends and your family so make sure that they actually know that you appreciate them and that you love them all right, so my final thought, I'm going to play this little um, sound clip really quick. It's a sound clip of James Baldwin, and then we're going to talk about what I want to talk about. What is it you want me to reconcile myself to? I was born here almost 60 years ago. I'm not going to live another 60 years. You always told me it takes time. It has taken my father's time, my mother's time, my uncle's time, my brother's and my sister's time, my nieces and my nephew's time. How much time do you want? For your progress. So, a verdict came down today mm. mm-hmm. um, for the Maude Aubrey um, murder yep. trial. Um, those three men were found guilty. Let's talk about it for a second. How y'all feel about it? <laughs> <laughs> 
Because I um, honestly, I really, after the, I hate to say this, but I kind of felt like they were going to get off as well. Um, you know, I, I felt like that before the uh, the guy who who testified testified. He basically, I think, it was a mistake for him to testify because he basically said we tried to talk to him three times. He didn't say a word to us. He wasn't <laughs> threatening. He didn't pull out a gun. Mm. And basically, you guys got out accosted him, and because he wouldn't stop, right? You you basically killed him, and then you had nerve to say, "Well, he attacked me, so I had to shoot him." No, I I don't want to challenge. If there's any white people listening, think about it. If three black men saw you jogging through the neighborhood and rolled up on you in two cars, one in the back of a truck. With a shotgun and said, hey, can we talk? Mm-hmm. We know they just didn't roll up on us and say, hey, we'd like to talk mm-hmm. to you. They were like, look here, motherfucker. You know, they were, you know, mm-hmm. the man was running for his life. Right. Um, I felt they sealed their, with his testimony, I wouldn't have been shocked if they had found him innocent. Yeah. Because right. that's just kind of what they do. Right. But I, but I was glad that they found them guilty mm-hmm. of uh, the guy who killed him of all counts, the father of eight counts and the mm. guy who just basically filmed it of six counts they could all still get life in prison and they deserve it basically yeah. um but it, it's it's just a shame that the majority and when i say majority i'm speaking of white folks mm. that they feel that they're entitled to question us whenever or, they whenever, whenever they, they, want. When they feel like it i see you jogging through my neighborhood I didn't see you commit a crime. Right. I just think you committed a crime. Because you're black. Because you're black. Therefore, you need to stop and just... Because I've heard people say, well, we had just stopped. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, wait, wait. Would you stop? Because some guys are rolling up on you in trucks with guns? Right. No, you wouldn't stop. I, actually, I actually started carrying a gun when I jogged after that event. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Bob Parcher did it when other young black men got murdered. Right. When Trayvon got murdered. But... I was just like, oh, you know what? It'll be okay. But I thought I, I jogged through. I used to jog through neighborhoods. I used to jog through parks. Like, what What would stop some And, and white instead man, of jogging, they think you're running from a crime. Yeah. That's how crazy it is. So, yeah. And they would have got away yeah. with it. And talk I, about the man's dirty toenail. They would have got away what with it. If there was no video. If there was right. no right. video. Oh, they would have. If yeah, that man had not recorded whatever reason why he recorded it, I don't yeah. know. He thought it was going to help him. He thought it was going to help him. It's basically Trayvon Martin, but with video. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like that one was the easiest case in the world. Mm. And this easiest decision yeah. ever, but only because there's video. If right. there was no video, the motherfuckers would have got away with it. They got away so with it. I would say two things. I think you, I understand the gun thing, but even um, in this state, like mm, black people Florida, don't yeah. get away with stand your ground. Stand your mm-hmm. ground is historically and statistically a thing that white people can use and yeah. we can't. Um, but beyond that, um, I know you're saying white people, but right when that case, right when he was killed and we all found out, it actually wasn't right when he was killed. It was months later we find out, right? My friend, because of a video of him like looking through like a house that was being built, right. my friend was like, oh, well, look. <laughs> but it was like. It was like, but those people didn't know that. Right. And they're unrelated. And right. whatever he was doing in the house doesn't right. mean he should be killed. Exactly. And that and was a black had, guy. And they had white people. Right. I, 
And Look, I think for me, I've gone I through houses that are under go, construction. Right, and I look do through that houses. if I'm like walking and yeah. I see it, I'll just go look. But I think that it isn't as simple as saying only white people felt that way. I think that we, and I, I'll say this about myself, even with Sandra Bland, when that video first came out, I had that thought in my head. Why didn't she just? But it doesn't matter. Like that, that was gonna end that way no matter what for yeah, her. You shouldn't be murdered so, be- yeah. because. We're not giving the same benefit of the doubt. Yeah. We're not giving the same um, respect. Right. We're I, not giving I, the what same. What I'm trying to say, right. though, is I don't think it's just white people were looking at the video or the things thinking that. I think black Granted, it, it's think not. The but thing. they're the ones with the power yeah. to control the, the different, system. The difference being, though, a black person might look at that video and see it, but they're not going to call the cops. Right. right. I'm not right. calling. I'm minding my yeah. business. Well, I mean... And I'm again. I'm not yeah. saying that the I'm homeowner saying, said nothing was taken. Yeah. Well, what what's he going to take? With he's just walking. Like he's walked through it. Him. It wasn't illegal. But I'm saying we are not innocent in viewing these situations that way too. I know. I'm just glad that they they were convicted. Yeah. Because after Kyle Rittenhouse and Kyle Rittenhouse wasn't even a black thing. The people he killed with most of them they were they're white. They're they were white. all white that he killed. You know what I mean? And so not a black. I just feel like to be a young white male in America, right. you have way more rope to hang yourself definitely. than what anyone else does, including mm-hmm. white women, but definitely not as much as people of color. Yeah. And I was I just, surprised, yeah. but I'm glad. How many times have yeah. we been out and we said, oh, we can't do that? I know. I, I think that all the time. I can't react right. like that. Yeah. That a white man can, he can get away yeah. with that. I, I know I can't respond like that when yeah. questioned. Um, the only thing I'm comfortable with right now, to be un- completely honest, with like in public, it is protecting black women. Like, so if I, if I see someone accosting a black woman or uh, threatening, like I will step in. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? Before. I don't give a fuck at this point, even though. Right. But, but outside of that, I can't do what other people do. Yeah. Like we just can't do it. I do want to say that I'm. <laughs> I'm not saying that that thinking is right. I want the world to know that. I'm just wanting to say, don't let everybody off the hook so easy. Right. Remy, yeah. you've been kind of quiet. Then we can end it on you. <laughs> yeah, th- throw them white dudes away. Throw them away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> throw them Lock away. Them I'm glad they Tyrone. did because I really didn't think they were going to. Especially yeah. in Georgia. Motherfucking right. Georgia. Oh, like, like everything definitely. about the case, the fact that they went home, how long it took for us to ever find out about it. Well, like, it's not over yet. They need to get the yeah. two prosecutors who or, were... Or, or the DA. Or whatever yeah, the DA. They, they need to be in prison too. That's right. one of the biggest problems is that right. there's there's people who allow things right. to happen or let things... Like, like those are the people that are the problem. Right. Those three dudes right. aren't really the biggest problem. It's they the people that just let they could people do like that them off. Yeah. And probably get away. Did y'all see the judge that in New York... I guess it was New York that let the white guy off who, who had just... He raped... Raped he four raped, women. He raped four women. Underage women and said it wouldn't be appropriate for him to go to prison. I mean, he was underage when it happened, but still, they gave this man eight years probation. He said... The judge said, I don't think it would be appropriate to get this man jail time. He let that raped. have been you. That's let that have been you or Remy. I mean, the judge... Probably saw himself in the guy. Man, we're in prison. I'm sure. Prison. I'm sure. But that would have been one of the uh, us three. Oh, yeah. Right. Would have been in jail. All right, Method Heads, man. Happy Thanksgiving. We hope you have an amazing Thanksgiving. 
We appreciate y'all. Happy uh, Indigenous Peoples Day. Socials. If y'all want to be followed, Jason, do you have any socials? Don't. You don't have any. Don't. All right. <laughs> Hillary, what do you want to throw out there? Follow Green Book TV on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Um, that's Green Book TV. And follow. As Blue. in Tom Brady. Shout out to Green Book. <laughs> um, I also. Y'all follow- just gave me a badge, by the way, for. Liking y'all post all the time or something. <laughs> That's Facebook does that. We didn't okay. That. Also follow Facebook, Blurred yeah. World Prana um, on Instagram. That's my yoga page. And follow Podcast Pedagogy on Instagram as well. That's my podcast. Mr. Mulatto. Millennial Mulatto on Instagram. And of course, you can follow your boy, Jane Oetic. Pretty much. I mean, I'm on all of them, but TikTok mainly. <laughs> At DJ Noetic, um, Instagram DJ Noetic, twi- Twitter. I'm not really a Twitter. You a tweeter? Oh yeah, that's your platform, huh? Uh, I mean, I don't. That's know. That's your main one. It's hard for me to talk about Twitter. Instagram, I would say, <laughs> my main a, one. Tw- Twitter is a set. As far as looking, honestly, is yeah. it? Oh yeah. Facebook. It's is I don't tweet. I don't tweet. Yeah, but Twitter, Twitter, it still has like that element of a uh, an anonymity, and that's what makes it terrible. Mm. Yeah. I'm not on there. Hey, every Thursday, well, typically every Thursday, Facebook Live on the profile. Join us, share it. Our audio, our streaming, the podcast, Spotify, iTunes, Google, Anchor. I think that's it. Anything else? That's it. All right, man. Holla. Peace.